Today's daf is Ksubis daf Membeis. And we are at the beginning of a new parak, the fourth parak of Mesechtis Ksubis, parak Nairosh and Espatza on the bottom of Daf Mem Malafamid Beis. Today's daf is being learned, Le'ilu Nishmas Chaim Elazar, Ben Yibodal Chaim, Reb Shimshin So the fourth parak of Mesechtis Ksubis very much picks up where the third parak of Mesechtis Ksubis ended off, and that is a continuation of the discussion of the laws of Oynes HaMafat. So we just finished learning Perik Elu Nairis, which is one of the real Shas Katon Prokim in Shas. It discusses so many of the big sugis in Nashim Nizikin, has an incredible amount of Lamdis and Yedias Klolias, but the backdrop was the very simple laws of the Oynes and the Mephata. Perik Nairish and Espatza is going to begin on that same note, again, discussing different ideas that are Shas and Yonim, but with the same exact ba- backdrop, and that is the laws of the Oynes and the Mephata. The more specific continuation of this next stuff that we're going to learn is very much Behemshech, to the last staff of Perike Lunairis, which didn't just discuss the laws of Oynes and the Mafata, but more specifically, differences between Chiyuve Mamin, where the Chiyuv is a quote-unquote Chiyuv Mamin, or Chiyuve Mamin, where the Chiyuv is a quote-unquote Chiyuv Kna. So we said that all monetary payments can be divided into two groups. Chiyuv Mamin, Chiyuv Kna. Chiyuv Mamin is where a person caused somebody a hefzid. Now he has an obligation to make that person whole. That monetary payment that he has to make is what's known as a chiyuv moment. Chiyuv knas is where a person caused somebody damage, he ba'avled somebody in a way. The Torah mandates that he pay, but the payment that he's making is not in the spirit of make him whole. It's not pound for pound. It's not dollar for dollar. Rather, there's this set dollar amount that Chazal said that if you do this, you're going to have to pay that. That's what's known as chiyuv knas. And yesterday's daf, we saw two major differences between chiyuv and the first is, if someone is in Bezdin, maybe even at a Bezdin, that he owes somebody Momin, the halacha is as big of a chiddish as it is, if somebody is moida that he owes somebody knas, there the halacha is, by the way, the concept of moida beknas potter is so big that there's a machloikis amayuroim that. It could be that if someone's made the beknas, the achakach bo edim, still he's going to be potter. But the point is, once a person's made the beknas, at that point he won't be chayev momen anymore. Another nafkamina is with regards to the dayonim and their credentials in terms of presiding over dine momenis versus dine knosis. For dine momenis, you need a bezin shal shloisha. It's the opening words of Masechtis Sanhedrin, but at the same time, shloisha hidioitis will be okay. As it relates to dine knosis, then already you need smuchin. You need people that had smicha in the real sense dating back to Moish Rabbeinu. So there are very clear differences between chi of mom and chi of knas. The backdrop of today's daf, it's not the daf, but in order to properly be a vayishma yisroi and deher the daf, the backdrop of today's daf is very much, again, a chilik between chiyuve momin and chiyuve knas. And just to speak out one knech, which I believe will add a lot of avona in the daf, and that is, what's the spirit of moidebe knas pater? Specifically, versus hoidos baldin kimeya edem dam. The Gemara learns it from a pasik. It says, asher yarshiyun alikim, prat lemarshiyas atzmai. 
Bezdin is the one that's Mechaya people Knas. However, if a person would be Moide Beknas, he would be Potter. When it comes to Chiyuvei Mamed, there's no such halacha, like we said. Adarabba. Hidos Baldin is literally not Kitrei Edim. It's Kemeya Edim Dami. The word is that a Chiyuv Mamen is a Chiyuv that's Chal Be'etzem. If you steal from somebody, if you damage somebody, if you're sure damages somebody, you're chayev moment because of the maisa that happened. You stole, you're chayev moment. You were mazik, you're chayev moment. Your shar was mazik, it's mechayev you now moment. Chiyuv knas, the chiyuv doesn't happen by itself, but rather it's bezdin that makes the chiyuv. Asher Yashir and Elohim states not just that bezdin needs to preside over the court case, but it's Bezdin that can enforce the Chiyav, and there's no other way for this Chiyav to be enforced. It's for that reason that Moide Beknas is Pater, because when a person's Moide Beknas, so you're now the one that's telling me that you're Chayev, we believe you, that's not the point, but you can't be Mechayev yourself Knas, Bezdin has to be Mechayev you Knas. By Chiyav Momen, the actual Maisa is what's Mechayev you the Momen. So if you walk into Bezdin and you say that XYZ happened, as long as we believe you, I Ktsoy, Simen Lama Dala Dala, it's a Bezdin. You told us you're Chayev, we trust you, Kimei Edom Dami, as a result, you're going to be Chayev. By Moide Beknas, we can believe you from Heimpes Morgan, but we need Bezdin's role in actually making the Chiyav happen. And to the extent that Bezdin did not say that you're Chayev, then you're not Chayev. It's not a question of whether we believe you or we don't believe you. It's not about confessions. This is a concept of Asher Yashion Elohim. Bezdin has to be the one to be Mechayev you. And that's true by Dine Knosses. It's not true by Dine Mominus. Again, just a little bit of a Havana that I think will be helpful in today's stuff. So, the Hilige Mishnah. Naira Shenespatsa, a Naira, that was a Mefutta. We know what that is. Boishta, Upgama, Uknasa, Shalavia. So, we know that if somebody's Mefatta, a Naira, the Allah is, he has to pay Knas. What's the Knas? Chamishim Shakal Kasev. In addition to the Knas that he has to pay, he also has to pay Boishas Upgam. We know that the Chiyuvim of Knas and the Chiyuvim of the Boishas Upgam are very, very different. For example, somebody would be moida, he'd be potter from the knas, he'd be chayiv in the boishas and the pekam. But either way, nairish and ispatsa, there's a chayiv boishas of pekam, there's also a chayiv knas, Talach is, who does it all go to? Shalavia. It goes to the girl's father. Now the truth is, if someone's ma'anis, there too it goes to the father, that's mefurish in the Torah. It's not mefurish in the Torah that the knas of mefutah and the boishas and the pekam of mefutah go to the father. It's something that the Gemara is going to discuss a little bit. Vahatsar betfusa. If someone's ma'anes anayro, so then there's a chiv knas, there's a chiv boishas of pekam, there's also a chiv tsar, all of those chiyuvim go to the father. That's already Mephorish in the Torah. Um, the bedin. What happens if there was a nairish and a spatza? Or a tfusa? Tfusa means there was an anusa. And now there's a court case. There's a dinei knossos. And there's a bezden of smuchin. They're presiding over this. Actually, mesa'av. If the hamada bedin, meaning the actual gmardin, were bezden paskin, that there's going to be all these chiyuvim. If these things happened before the father died, so then the halach is at rein shalav. Then it belongs to the father. The Mishnah said it belongs to the father. What does that mean? It means the father has to be alive at the time of the Hamad Abedin. Mesa of, what happens if there was Hamad Abedin while the father was alive? Then the father died, Harein Shalachin. So the father's sons, the girl's brothers, are going to Yarshin now, the Knas. The reason is, once there was Hamad Abedin, now this money 
is owed to the father. It's like a chayv that the father has. So even if he never really collected it, it doesn't matter. The fact that it's owed to him, that's enough for it to be perceived as if it's his. If he now dies, it goes over be Yerusha. What happens, however, if the father dies before the Hamada Bedin, then she's going to keep it. So it's true, but that's only true if the mother Bedin happened while the father was alive. If, however, the father would die and then there was a Hamada Bedin, at that point, this halacha is not going to be true. What happens if the Hamada Bedin happened before she became a Bagaris? Then it belongs to the father. And then if the father dies after... She became a Bagaris, Harei and Shalach. And that Lach is, it's going to go to the brothers. Lo speak a Lama Bedin, Achabagra. If, however, she became a Bagaris before the Hamada Bedin, Harei and Shalatzma, then she's going to keep it. And the reason is, because when a girl becomes a Bagaris, she leaves the Rishus of her father. So just like if the father would die before the Hamada Bedin, the father was never Zoyche in it. So too, if she became a Bagaris before the Hamada Bedin, the father was never Zoyche in it. And as a result, you can have all the halachas of the Mishnah. Rav Shimon said that when we determine whether the Knas belongs to the father or doesn't belong to the father, the determining factor is not whether the Hamada Bedin happened before he died or whether the Hamada Bedin happened before she became a Bagaris. Rather, what does it depend on? What we look at is not whether there was a Hamada Bedin while she was in the Rishos of the Father, but did the Father actually collect the money while she was in the Rishos of the Father? So according to Reb Shimon, if the Father collected the money before he died, okay, then it says he already collected the money, so that if he dies now, it's going to go over to the brothers. Or, according to Reb Shimon, if the father collected the money before she was a Bagaris. So then the halacha is, it's his. And if he dies, it's going to go over to the Achim. However, if the father would die after the Hamad Bedin, before he collected the money, or if the father would die after she became a Bagaris, before he collected the money, in that case, it's going to belong to her. As it relates to her, any income that she earns, or any Mitziah that she finds, then then that even if the father was never Goyved, if the father's going to die, in other words, we're going to see in the coming Dafin that just like the father's Zoycha in the Knas and the Boishas and the Bgam and the Tsar of the Inus and the Mafat, He's also Zoycha in her He's also Zoycha in any Metziah that she finds. So the father has other monetary schosen in his daughter. As it relates to that, dear the halacha is that as soon as she earns the income, as soon as she finds the Metziah, even if there was no gvia from the father. The father never took it from her. Still, the halach is, if the father's going to die, it's going to belong to the brother. So really, the spirit of what the Mishnah is saying is that even though we know that the knas and the boichus and the pekam and the tsar of the oinus and the mafata belongs to the girl's father, however, the only time the father gets it is in the event that the hamada bedin happened while the father was alive, A, and B, before she became a Bagaris. However, if the father would die before the Hamada Bedin, or if she would become a Bagaris before the Hamada Bedin, then the halacha would be the father was never zoichin. And in that case, the halacha would be that she would keep it for herself. Reb Shimon has a slightly different shita in the Mishnah. It's going to play out in the daf. Reb Shimon says the determining factor is not did he die or did she become a begeres before or after the Ahmad Abedin. But what we look at is, is did, she, did he die or did she become a begeres before he collected 
or not before he collected. But one thing the Mishnah says is that this whole shmuz about Hamad Abedin and according to Reb Shimon collecting, this is only true as it relates to our Mishnah, as it relates to the Nairish and Espatsa, or the Tfusa, that's the Anusa. But Maisni Yadayimu Mitziyosa, then Avadar Reb Shimon's Moedah, that Afal Pisho Legovsa, Mesa Avarei and Shalachim. So what's the difference? Just speak it outside, because Rashi speaks it out in the Mishnah. What's the difference between the Chiyuvim of versus Or just more simply, what's Pashib Shan in this Mishnah? Why do we care when the Hamad Abedin was? And why, according to Reb Shimon, doesn't matter whether there was a Gvir, whether it was not a Gvir? It's based on what we spoke at right before we started the Mishnah. It's because Chiyuvi Knas don't go into effect until there's a Hamad Abedin. Asher Yashiyu and Alekim, Pratlam Ashiyas Atzmoy, isn't just a Din, Moedab Knas Pater, but it's the way these halachas are go into effect. And that is, is that Bezdin is the one that needs to say that there's a Chiyav in order for there to be a Chiyav. So it's true the Chiyav of Knas belongs to the father. But there is no Chiyav Knas until Bezdin Paskins that there's a Chiyav Knas. Until there's Ahmad Abedin. So very good. If the father's alive at the time of Ahmad Abedin, so when the Chiyav Knas came by Ulam, there was a father, so it's his. Now he dies, it goes over Beerusha, like all his other Chiyuvim are going to go over Beerusha. But if the father wasn't alive at the time of that mother, so how is he being Zoycha in it? He wasn't even alive when the Chiyuv went into effect. He can't be Zoycha in it bekever. And as a result, it's for that reason that when he dies, it's not going to go over so the Mishnah began, Nairish and Nispatsa, Boishta, Upkama, Uknasa, Shalavia, Vatsar, Bidfusa, Zaktigar, Micah Mashmalon. What's the Kiddush of the opening line of the Mishnah? Tonino, I know this. Hamafata Noisa Shloishidvarim, Vainis Arba. Hamafata Noisa Boishus, Upkam, Viknas, Moisa, Valavainis, Shanoisinus, Atsar. We know from learning Perikelu Nairis that. If someone's mafata a naira, he has to pay knas. In addition to that, boishes pgam. If someone's ma'anis a naira, he has to pay knas. In addition to that, boishes pgam and sar. So why the mission have to begin and say nairish and espatsa boishto pgamu knasa shalavia vatsar betfusa? Don't we know this already? So the Gemara says lavia it's tricha. Yeah, it's true. The fact that there's three chiyuvim by a mafata and there's four chiyuvim by a ma'anis that's something we know. But you know what the chiddush of this mission is? Is the fact that it goes lavia. That's not something we know. That's not something that we saw in the previous parak. And because we didn't see in the previous parak, so therefore this is something that the time of Mishnah felt that it wanted to say. That's the Kiddush. But the Gemara says, it's Pashit. Meaning it's true. It wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah. That's a very fair observation. You can't argue with that. But at the same time, the Gemara's taina is that it's Pshita. It's obvious that's the way it is. Why? Because from the fact that a Mephata has to make payments, that's a Raya that it goes to the father. Why? The e la'atzma. Because if you're going to tell me that when, when the mafata makes the payment, it goes to the girl herself. Amayahiv. You shouldn't have to make anything. Why? Mefata, why does he have to pay? Midaita of it. She did this on her own. And because she did this on her own, so it constitutes mechila. And because it constitutes mechila, you shouldn't have to pay anything. We saw in the previous parak that Yisoyme Mefuta loses out. Why? Because there's no father. She's the one that would collect the payments. And being that she agreed, so she was Michael. So that means that really a mafuta is always Michael, any chiyuve moment that should come in her direction. So why is 
there any chiyuv? Why does Torah say you have to make payments? Oh, must be the payments are not made to her. Must be the payments are made to the father. So the Gemara says that why would the Mishnah have to say Nairish and Espatsta Boishto Upkamu Knasa Shalovio? It's true, it wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah, but if you think about it for a second, you'll know that it goes to Because if it goes to her, then she's like the Yusoyma Mafuta, where she wouldn't get anything. So Mar says, You're right. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is not Boishto Upkamu Knasa. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is not even Shalovio. What is the Chiddush of the Mishnah? Shainimal, there's a Chiddush of the Mishnah. The Kiddush of the Mishnah is the Mechleik is Rav Shimon the Rabbanon that's going on in our Mishnah. So why did we start off because we're setting it up. We're starting a new parak and we're setting up in a very nice, systematic, Masudr they go, hey, what's going on over here? Just a little bit of an introduction, a little background. The introduction is always Chazara. That's the way it is, but it sets it up. So like this, you're able to segue seem. Seamlessly into what exactly the time of the Mishnah wanted to tell us. So the time of Mishnah would have started off with a machloikis Reb Shimon and the Chachamim. It went to been as uh, fluid. So therefore, we begin by telling us what we already know. Nairish and Espatsta, Boishto, Pgamo, Knasa, Shalavia, Fatsar, Betfusa. There's a Chiev, Boishas, Pgamo, Knas, and Sar. It also goes Lavia. Oh, when does it go Lavia? It depends. Only if the father was alive before that mother, but then according to Reb Shimon, before the Gvia, what about a Bagaris? That's why we set it up the way we set it. So the next part of the Gemara, and really from here until the end of the daf, he's going to continue discussing what we're discussing, but it's going to merge another very important halach in the Torah, and that is the parsha of the Asham Mi'ilois. So it says in the Torah that if Asham Gizelois, take that back, we're not learning Kachim now. Asham Gizelois, and that is if Reuben goes over to Shimon, and Reuben tells Shimon. You owe me $100. I do? Yeah, you stole $100 from me. It's not true. He says, swear. No problem. He swears. And then afterwards, he's moida that I lied, and I really did owe you the $100. So the Allah is, number one, he has to pay back the $100. That's easy. In addition to that, he has to add a chaymish. In addition to that, this is a very big chiddish, he has to bring a, a carbon. This carbon is a carbon. Asham and the name of this carbon asham is the Asham Gezelois. Now, it's known as the Asham Gezelois, so it feels like it's Nogeya, where the Toiveya is talking about Gezelo. You stole from me. No, I didn't steal from you. But the truth is, it says Mefurish in the Torah that this parasha is not unique to that type of taina. But really, any time a person would go over to somebody else and he would say, you owe me money. You've, I gave you my Pekadim to watch. I loaned you money. Whatever it might be, you have my mashkin. Anytime a person goes over to someone, he's Teveya money. The person denies it. He swears. Then he's Moida Alo MS. He confesses. So the Allah is you have to pay a Karen, obviously. You have to pay Chaymish, that's a Chiddush. And you have to make a carbon Asham, that's even a bigger Chiddush. But just to get a little feel for the Psukim. Nefesh ki secheta umma'alo malbashem. So some person sinned and he denied his friend. What did he deny? Pipi kadain, oy pesesumes yad, oy begazel, oy ashakes amisay, oy matzah aveda vekicheshba. He has somebody's aveda and he denies that he has it. Venishbal sheker, and he swore falsely. Al achas mikoyla sheyasa adam lachtoi bahenos. The pasuk continues and the pasuk says, "Karen chaimish," and you're going to have to bring a card. Zok to gemar. Tanah hasam. We learn to the mishnah. Anasto opitisos piti. What happens if somebody goes over to his friend and he says, "You know, you are ma'anis or you are mafata by daughter." Vu oy meri says, "Loy anasti v'loy patis." It's not true. 
Mashpiachani says swear. Amar Rami says no problem. He swears. Then he's moid chayiv. The halach is he's going to be chayiv. The parsha of Hashem Gizelis. Rab Shimon Poiter. Rab Shimon says you're Poiter. Why? She ain't a mishalim knas al piyatzmi. Because Rab Shimon holds that being that a person is not mishalim knas al piyatzmi. Moid be knas is Poiter. So what would be if this person would have been moida? He would say it's true, hundred percent. I was ma'anis. I was mafat your daughter. Guess what? He'd be Poiter. Why? Because he's a Maida Beknas. And once you're Maida Beknas, you're going to be Potter. So Rabbi Shimon holds that the only time denying is considered a Kfira to be Mechayev you Hashem Gezeilois is if had you been Maida, you would have been Chayev. But being that by Knas, even had you been Maida, you would have been Potter. So that denial, that Kfira, Heisnish Kain Kfira. And it's for that reason the halach is you're not going to have the parasha of Hasham Gezeilis. On Ruloi, so the Chachamim told Reb Shimon, I hear what you're saying, Reb Shimon. But Afal Pisha in the Mashalu Knasal Piyatzmoy, although it's true that if somebody says, on Nasto Petiso has beat you, and he says, true, you'll be potter from the Knas, Afal Mashalu Boshus of Gam of Piyatzmoy, won't you be Chay of Boshus of Gam? Of course, why? Because that's not Knas, that's Moment. I mean that you'd be Chay of Boshus of Gam, so for the Boshus and the Pgam, there should be a parasha of Hasham Gezeilis. So again, let's just get this very, very clear because this is the backdrop for the whole remainder of the daf. So we have a machloikis here between Reb Shimon and the Chacham. If somebody goes over to his friend, Reuben goes over to Shimon. He says, you are ma'anis, you are mafata, my daughter. And he says, nishtemis, lahadam, nasti pitisi. And he swears to that effect. And then he's moido. So the Chachamim said, he's chayev, asham gezeilos. Reb Shimon said, he's going to be potter. Now what was Reb Shimon's taina? His taina was, if moido beknas is potter, had he been moido, would have been potter? So a kfira on a hoidah that would have pattered you is not a kfira. What did the Chachamim say? It's true. If he would have been moide, he would have been potter. But only from one of the payments. Only from the knas. What about the boishas and the pgam and the tsar? For that he would have been chayv. And that's why there's a parasha of Hasham Gezeilois. Toysus is medayik. And it's very, very clear. And it's even going to be mefurish in the Gemara later. That it sounds like the Chachamim were moide in principle to the time of Rav Shemin. They were moide that if someone's teveya, somebody knas, and then the person denies it, he swears, and then he's moida that he lied falsely. There should not be a halacha of Asham Gezeilois. Why then do the Chachamim hold that there is a parish of Asham Gezeilois by Onasto Upitiso Esbiti? It's because it's not something that's inherently a tfiyah of knas. Because in addition to the knas component, there's also Boishas Upkamensar, which is a chiyah of moment. In other words, there's no machloikis, Reb Shimon and the Chachamim, whether or not there's Hashem Gezeilis by Knas. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like the machloikis is that when a person says, Are we focusing on the Knas part? In which case, there shouldn't be any Hashem Gezeilis. Or maybe let's focus on the moment part. In which case, there should be Hashem Gezeilis. In fact, a spoiler alert, at the very, very end of the daf, the Gemara is going to say that is very much the machloikis in the Gemara. And really what Rav Shimon and the Chachamim were arguing about was when a person says, Onasto upatisas piti, is he be'ikr being tevei the knas, or is he be'ikr being tevei the moment? Right, very posh. Rav Shimon holds he's be'ikr being tevei the knas. And being the moed be'knas is potter, there's no Hasham gezeilois on chiv knas, and therefore you're not going to have the parish of Hasham gezeilois. Whereas the Chachamim holds be'ikr, you're being tevei the moment, the boy just become the tzar. And it's for that reason, it's a regular tfiyas moment. That's not knas, that's moment. And if it's a regular tfiyas moment, so it's for that reason, you are going to have a parasha of Asham Gezela. So that's the chura pashib shat and what the Gemara is saying. Let's hold that thought. Abaya asked Rabbah a question. Incidentally, Rashi says, Abaya asked Rabbah 
Zakrashi, who was Rabbi Bar Nachmeni. He was the son of Nachmeni, the Rabbi Havo, and he was Abayah's Rebbe. And the truth is, it's very, very Tzarek beer why Rashi had to say this. Everybody knows we're already two and a half years into this Machser of Dafyoimi, so Baruch Hashem, we know that Abayah had two Rabbeim, one was Rabbi, one was Rabbi Yosef, and Abayah's relationship to Rabbah was even more than a Talmud Rabbi. Abaya was a Yosem, Asher Becha, Yeruchim Yosem, and even though he quotes his mother throughout Chas, it wasn't his biological mother. It was this woman that raised him, and where did he grow up? He grew up in the house of Rabbah Bar Nachmeni. So why Rashi over here had to say, Bar Nachmeni, the Rabbi Hava? So seven and a half years ago, we blabbed Tzarechin on this Kasha. But in basic I think the Pashup Shad is, is that Rashi was probably bavarning another Gersa. Could be there was a Gersa Bayamine, Abayamei Rav, and that's what Rashi was saying, that that Gerus is a mistake, because it's not Mestabra that Abayu would be asking Rava a question. Right, we had in Perik Ho'isha Shenis Armelo, in the sugya of Amaslo with the Chachme Provencio. So there we had a Gemara where it was Boyamine Shmume Rav, where Shmuel asked Rav a question, and we pointed out at the time that this is not something that you find every day. Abaya wasn't in the geshaft of asking Rava questions. He was more in the geshaft of arguing with Rava, and they kiyodua had a lot of machlokes uh, in throughout Shas. It's okrashni that boyamine Abaya may Rava or Rabba. It's probably Rabba. Rabba bar Nachmeni the Rabba half But either way, what was Abaya's question that he asked Rava? He said, If somebody goes over to his friend and he says, "Onasti piti sos biti," it what would be if somebody says, "You are man, you are fat to my daughter." Vehem nadeticha bede. And he adds an important knech. He says, you know, you are ma'anis, you are ma'fat to my daughter. And not just that, just refreshing your memory a little bit. There was a court case. There was dine knossos. There was shloisha mumchen. And bezdim paskin that you are chayef to make all the payments. Vin is chayef to moment. You owed me money. You never paid it to me. I want the money. Who I mean? He says, lo yonasti veloi potisi veloi matitani bedin. You're dreaming. I have no idea what you're talking about. I wasn't my honest, your daughter. I was my father. There was no mother, but then I don't owe you any money. And then afterwards, Baha'i says, Yeah, I was only kidding. True. I lied. I owe you everything. What would be the law according to Rab Shimon? Would there be a sham gezelos or would there not be a sham gezelos? What's the shiloh? Kivan the Ahmad Bedin, being that in this case, he's not just being toiveya, the chiv of the oinus and the mafata. He's saying there was already a hamada bedin. Once there's a hamada bedin, here's the lumdis. Now it's already a chiv moment because every knas converts into momin once there's a hamada bedin. That's the oimik in this whole sugya because what makes knas different than momin? There is no chiv knas until Bezdin decides that there's a chiv knas. Well, guess what? Here the tfi was So now Bezdin already determined that there's a chiv. So it could be here it's a regular chiv moment. If it's a regular chiv moment, it's no different than any asham gezelas. Or do you say that even though it's true, he's saying that there was a hamada bedin, but at the same time, what was the shayrish? What's the origin of this chiv? The origin of the chiv was a chiv knas. And being that the origin of the chiv is a chiv knas, it all began with a knas. So even though it's true, this chiv knas has since evolved, it matured, it steigt, and it became a chiv moment. But being that bisharoshai, it's a chiv knas, so maybe Rav Shimon holds that by chiv knas, there's never ever any parsha of Hashem Gezelis. So this is the question that Abaya asked Rabbi Bar Nachmeni. Amalei Rabbi told him, Amoy Nahava, Mechavalei Akarven Shvoy. It's Pasha, that's going to be a chiv moment. The whole you say to Rav Shimon is, because when you're being today, it's knas. And had you been moida, 
you be moid of a knas potter. Over there, there's no parish of Hashem Gazelus. But being that over here, if he'd be moid, it would be chayef, because he's being moid that there was already a hamod of So this is not a moid of a knas anymore. I, the ikur chayef was knas, it doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. And it's for that reason you're going to be chayef. Toysvis asks, just to keep with the cheshbin and the flow, that why was Abayas kasha to Rabbah only a kasha according to Rav Shemin? We mentioned very clearly that Rav Shemin and the Chachamim don't sound like they're arguing whether there's Hasham Gezelos by Knas. They were arguing specifically by Onasto Upitiso Esbiti. The question is, do we say that he's being Tevea Knas because there's a Knas component, or do we say he's being Tevea Momen because there's a, a Boishas Upgam and Tsar component? We said it's Mashma that way in the Mishnah itself. Right, what the Chalman tell Rav Shimon? Omruloi, afal pisha ene meshalim knas al piyatzmoi, avam meshalim boishin subkam al piyatzmoi. So it sounds like they agree there's no Hashem gzeilus and knas. They're just arguing because of the boishin subkam. And we also said that it's going to be mafurish in the Gemara at the end of the sugya. So Frank Toys says he doesn't understand why a bias kasha to Rabbah. Toys says ktsas kasha. He asks it as a ktsas kasha. That why was the question posed according to Rav Shimon? L'churid, the very same question could, impo- could have been posed according to the Chachamim. But again, either way, what was the Shailah? The Shailah was the Rav Shimon, who for sure, seems like the Chacham also, but for sure Rav Shimon that says that there's no Hashem Gzeilus when it comes to knas. What if the Tfiyah was that a knas happened, but there was already a Hamadah Bedin, which means that the knas already converted into moment. At this point, if he'd be Moideh, he would have been Chayef. So therefore, maybe there's a parish of Hashem Gitzelos, or do we say that being that at its root, at its core, the Chiv over here is a Chiv Knas, he's still going to be Potter. Why did Rabbi tell Abaya? Very clearly, unequivocally, he said, Mamoy Nahava, Umachayev Olea Karben Shvu. It's a Chiv moment, and for that reason, Yerchayev Shvu. Stating that, the Gemara now is going to have a little bit of a Shaklavatari and Rabbi's Psak, and then at the end of the Gemara, the Gemara is going to say that we had a mistaken Messiah of what exactly this discussion was between Abai and Rabba, and it's going to uh, flip a little bit at the end of the Gemara. But for now, so this is a, a Reb Shimon in a Bryce. So the previous Reb Shimon that we just had, this Machloikis, between the Chum and Reb Shimon was in a Mishnah. This is a Bryce. So Reb Shimon said, Yochel, you would think, oh, if somebody goes over this from, then he says, Onasto upitisa is biti. For who I married, he says, Loyo nasti, Veloy pitisi. Hey, Mishnor Chesavdi, another similar case. Your shark killed my Evid. He's being Tevea the Shloishim Shekel Kesef. Vuwaimir says, Loy Hamis, never happened. Your Evid comes to you one day and he says, Hapalta Ashini, you know, you knocked my tooth I'm missing a tooth. You knocked my tooth out. Visimisi is He says, You're the one who caused me not to be able to see out of one of my eyes. Vuwaimir says, Loy Hipalti, Veloy Simisi. It's not true. Vinish Babahoyit. In all these cases, the person swore. And then he was made afterwards that he swore falsely. Yochli, Yechayev, you would think he should be Chayev. Talmud Loymar, it says, Vikichesh Baamisoi, Bepikodoin, Oibesesumas Yod, Oibegazel, Oyoshekes Amisoi, Oimotza Avedo, Vikichesh Ba, Vinish Baal Shekar. So the Turkey gave a whole bunch of examples of Tvi'as Mamin where you have the parish of Hashem Gezelis. Says Rab Shimon. There's all Rab Shimon talking in the Brayza. Ma'elu, miyuchadin she Mamin. All these things are chiyuve Mamin. Afkol she Mamin. So too, the only time you're ever going to be chayef for Hashem Gezelis if it's a chiyuve Mamin. Yatsu'ela, as opposed to all of these. Shein knas, derak knas. Zok de gemara, my love, b'sha'amad bedin. If this drosha is excluding Anything that's inherently a chiyav knas, you would think that it's excluding it even if the chiyav knas already had a mother within, so already converted into 
a chiyuv mammon. Now, why would you think that? Number one, Rav Shimon didn't say anything about yeha mother within noah mother within. There's no distinction that's mentioned specifically in the b'raisa. But it's even better than that. It's because what's the drasha? The drasha is that let's be mind anything that's not similar to what was mentioned in the pasuk. All the things that were mentioned in the pasuk are things that are inherently mammon. So it sounds like if something's not inherently mammon, even if it converted into mammon, this not going to be a, a parsha of Hashem Gazelos. It's a kashan rabba. Rabba said that the only time Reb Shimon said that there's no Hashem Gazelos by knas is if it is a knas even now, meaning at the time that Reuven was Teveya, he was being Teveya knas. But if Reuven's being Teveya mammon, that was once knas. He's saying that there was a knas, there was a hamada bedin, now it's a chiv moment, and you owe it to me. In that case, Reb Shimon's moidah would be Hasham Gezeloi's. Who it doesn't stem with this Reb Shimon and the Bryce? Because this Reb Shimon and the Bryce seems to be a mamayit from a drasha that the only time there's Hasham Gezeloi's, if it's similar to all the things mentioned in the Pasuk and Lechuru, all the things mentioned in the Pasuk are things that were inherently moment as opposed to something that once started off as a knas, but the Gemara says not muchach, meaning it's an assumption that when Reb Shimon says in the Bryce, all these knasses are excluded, it's talking. Even if there was a mother, but then I can tell you, maybe it's talking about where there was no mother, but then meaning all Rav Shimon means to say is that something that now is a knas that's going to be excluded. But the fact that it was once a knas, as long as now it's mammon, the Rav Shimon is going to be mighty. It's not muhach that the b'raiso is a contradiction to what Rabbis have. But the Gemara says, but being that the ratio of this b'raiso that we just mentioned is talking about where there was already a mother, but then safe and ami b'shamadidin, the safe must also be talking about there was a mother, but then so apparently this b'raiso that we just mentioned, Rav Shimon Oimer, is only the second part of a b'raiso. Which means there's a first part, there's a ratio. So what did the ratio say? The Ketani ratio. The ratio said as follows. So going backwards. The only time I would know that there's a chiv of Hashem Gezeilois is something that you're paying Karen. Meaning something that's moment. These are all examples of Kanas. I mean, how do you know there's Hasham Gazelos there too? Talmud Merit says, That's a Rebo in this post of, of Hasham Gazelos to teach me that you're going to be Chayiv Hasham Gazelos even by Chiyuve Kanas. That's the ratio. Then comes the Sefer. What was the Sefer? Reb Shimon argues and Reb Shimon is saying differently. So the Gemara is going to try to get a better handle on what Reb Shimon meant in the Sefer by understanding the ratios, which makes a lot of sense. If we understand the ratio, then it would add a lot of clarity on what to say for me. So the Gemara says, Hey Chidami, who is this Chachamim in the ratio? What exactly are they of the opinion of? Idoloi Ahmad Bedin, are the Chachamim in the ratio of this Bryce is saying that there's a regular Hasham Gezeloys by Knosses, such as by Kefal, even if there was no Hamad Bedin, can't be. There would be no Chiv Kefal. What's the thief kite? The whole key of Kefal comes into the world if there's a Bezden. <laughs> you go over to your friend and say, you owe me Kefal. It's not true. Even if you stole, you don't owe him Kefal. Because Hashem Yashin Olekim, you need Bezden to make that determination. So it's not a real Tfiya, so it's not a real Kfira. And in the longest of Hasham Gezelis, for sure there's not going to be a Chiyav Hasham Gezelis. Ela Zokti Gemara Pshita. Right? Sometimes the Gemara just says Ela, and sometimes the Gemara says Ela Pshita. This is an Ela Pshita. So the Gemara says Ela Pshita. It's obvious. There's no other way to learn. That the Rish is talking about. Meaning the whole Chachamim and the Rish that hold that there is Hasham Gezelis by Knos, 
Tafsis must be talking about where the Teveya is saying, you stole from me, there was a mother Bedin and Bezdin Paskin, you owe me Kefal. They Paskin, you owe me Dal Vehe, etc., etc. That's when the Chachamim all, based on the Riboy of Umal or Mal Bashem, that the Allah is that you are going to be Chayef. Now, Umid the Reisha Bisham Abedin, if the Reisha is talking about Bisham Abedin, that's Seifan Ami Bisham Abedin, then the Seifan must also be talking about Bisham Abedin. So Rav Shimon argues on the Seifan, what's Rav Shimon in the Seifan? So what's Rav Shimon saying? Rav Shimon saying that even when the Zamod Abedin from the Kichesh, from his Drasha, go through all the list of things that were mentioned, there's no Knosses mentioned over there. So by Knosses, there's no Parsha of Hashem Gazelles. But the bottom line is, is that from the fact that there's two opinions in this Brisa, that means there's a machloikis, right? If there's a machloikis, they're obviously talking about the same case. The Chachamim who say that there is Asham Gezeilois by Knossis must be talking about with Azamad Abedin. So if Rav Shimon's talking to the Chachamim, obviously he's saying that even when there's Azamad Abedin, there is no Asham Gezeilois, which is then very, very clearly not like Rabbah. That is the Gemara's Kasha. So the Gemara says, Omale. So Rabbah, after he was asked this question, so Rabbi said as follows. He told Abayo, he's the one who asked the question, I could answer the following. I could tell you, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is, is that maybe you could just answer Pasha. Maybe, although it sounds like there's two shitas mentioned in this price, maybe it's only one shita. Maybe it's all Reb Shemin. The Reish and the Seif is all the same Reb Shemin. And I'll tell you that the Reisha that says that there is Asham Gezeloys by Knas is talking about whether it was Amad or Bedit. So the Tfiyah is a Tfiyah's moment. The Sefer that says that there's no Asham Gezeloys by Knas is talking about whether there was no Hamad or Bedit. And being that Moed by Knas would be potter, the Kfirah is not a Kfirah, and therefore there's no parasha of Asham Gezeloys, which would then... Uh, substantiate my halacha. In fact, it'd be mefurish in the ratio of the Bray. So what I'm saying, that the only time Rav Shimon holds that there's no Hashem Gezeles by Knas is only if there was no Amada Bedin. But if there was Amada Bedin, then it's already a Chiyav Mamen. At that point, it would be fine. So that's really what I'm tempted to tell you. You know I can tell you that, right? But I'm not doing that. And the reason is because I'm not going to give you a Doichik to get Teretz. I want to think, and I'm not going to give you a Teretz now that's a Doichik. Why? Because... And meaning, why is it doichik? Because I know what you're going to tell me. If the Reisha and the Sefer is Reb Shimon, so why would the Bryce in the middle of the Bryce mention Reb Shimon? Right? When the Gemara brought the Bryce originally, it started off mentioning the Sefer, and it started off Reb Shimon Oymer. The Bryce throws Reb Shimon in the middle. What should it have said? Listen, Reisha Reb Shimon Oymer. Either in the beginning of the Reisha, it should say Reb Shimon Oymer, or listen, Sefer, Devi Reb Shimon. Or at the end of the Sefer, it should say Devi Reb Shimon. Pretty straightforward. So why would Reb Shimon be mentioned in the middle? So Rabbi said, I'd rather can make it work, but I know you're not going to be happy with it. So I'm going to tell you a different terrors. Elo kula b'sham abedin. I'll tell you that it's all talking about b'sham abedin. The reisha rabbanon, the sefer rab shimin, and really the reisha is the rabbanon, and the sefer is rab shimin. Umay dina lacha, and I'm moedet to you. Le'inyan carbon shvua derachmana patri mivakichesh, and I agree a hundred percent. Rab shimin is of the opinion that even with a tfia was a tfias mamoin. Even then, the halacha is going to be that there's not going to be a parasha of Hashem Gezeles. Not like I said on Amad Aleph. Meaning, it's true. Reb Shimon holds that there's no halacha of Hashem Gezeles by Knas. Even if the tefiyah was mom, and even if the tefiyah was that this chiv already converted into a chiv mom. So what did I mean on Amad Aleph when I told you that according to Reb Shimon, 
Once there's a mother, but then it's considered I wasn't talking about Asham Gezeilois, but rather what I was talking about was it's going to be considered that if there was a Hamada Bedin with regards to a court case of Oynes Mefata, so then the Allah belongs to the father to the point that if the father would die, he would be Merishnit, it would go over by Yerusha to his sons. So said Rabba, that when I told you on Ahmed Aleph that according to Rab Shimon, who said that there's no knas by Asham Gezelois, it's only true if the tfiyah was that there was no Ahmad Abedin yet, that if the tfiyah was, it was Ahmad Abedin. So essentially, he's being tevea something that at its root was knas, but has since converted into a chimamim. Over there, Rab Shimon's maida, that there's going to be a parish of Asham Gezelois, it's not true. And now I know it's not true. It's not true from the b'raiths that we just mentioned. Because in the b'raiths, there's a machlikis Rab Shimon and the chachamim. And because there's a machlikis in the b'raiths between Rab Shimon and the chachamim, so it's pretty clear then that it's discussing Ahmad Abedin, because the Gemara said there would be no shitas chachamim if there was no Ahmad Abedin, and therefore you see clearly Rab Shimon holds his Allah even when there's Ahmad. So what did I mean on Ahmad I just meant that it's Mamel Rishal Avanim. That's all I meant. I didn't mean regarding Hashem. I wasn't talking about Hashem Gezeilos. Now they were talking about Hashem Gezeilos. I'm very shining, but. Rabbi said that I'm going to come around. I mean, I can answer this. I can make it work the way I said it. But she knew you. I know you're going to follow up with questions. You're not going to be tzafridin. So this is my way. So essentially, what just happened? The whole Rab Shimon and Amadal just became a different Rab Shimon. Amadal, if Rab Shimon was saying a, a chiddush, Rabbi, anyways, in Rab Shimon was saying a chiddush regarding Hasham Gazelus. And even though Rab Shimon Shita is that there's no Hasham Gazelus by Knaz, but once it's already a chiv mamin, then it. But now the Gemara was chayzer from that. Based on a drasha, Reb Shimon and the Braisa, Reb Shimon holds that by knas, anything that's at its core and root knas is never going to be subject to the laws of Asham Gezeilas. What then did Reb Shimon say on Amad Aleph? What was Rabbi's Reb Shimon? Rabbi's Reb Shimon was, let's get this clear, that in the event there was a, a court case, Adine Knosses, Beshloi Shamumchen, and it was Gepaskint that Ruvain owes Shimon. 50 shekel kesef for being Ma'anas and Mafata, his daughter. And there was a Hamada Bedin. And then Shimon died, the father died. The Allah is, it's going to go over Beyerusha. Here's the problem. Is that Rab Shimon Shita? It's not Rab Shimon Shita, because we started in the Mishnah, with the Machlokes Rab Shimon and the Chachamim, when the father has a schos in the Knas to be Moirish to his children. And the Two shittas were the sheet of the Tanakama, who held it's totally in Amad Abedin, and the sheet of Reb Shimon, who held that it's totally in the Gvir. You actually need COD. You need to have the cash in your cashner in order for this halacha to be chal. Essentially, then, what Rab is now saying is inconsistent with Reb Shimon and the Mishnah. So, Reb Shimon, I mean, Reb Shimon said in the Mishnah, if the father didn't have the chance to be goiva the knas until he died, he keeps it. So what's the cash of Amrit Mamen Havale Risha Levanov? If you're gonna tell me that Allah is that once is already a mother bedin, it's considered Mamin, it goes over Biarusha, then Lat's Mamai, why does she keep it? The Achim Bayamahava. It should really belong to the children. Amar Ravas Rava said, Hum Musa Kashoiba, Rabbi Rab Yosef, Estevitartenshin. This question bothered Rabbi and Rab Yosef for 22 years, Vale Ifrik, and they didn't have an answer. Adi Yosef Rab Yosef Rash until Rab Yosef became Rosh Shiva. When Rab Yosef became Rosh Shiva, Rabbi Yosef Upirka, he answered the question. And the answer that he gave was Shani Hasam. It's true in our Mishnah, that's what you see, but our Mishnah is different. Because it says in the Pasuk, and we learn from there, that the 
only time a father has a schos in the knas of Oynesemafat is when it's venotsan or isha shoichevimo. Mishas nesina, when he physically gives it to him. And Rabbi knew that when it comes to the knas of Oynesemafat, it's different based on this Xeris Akasa. Vichikama Rabbi, Mamoyna Havala, Rishalavada. When did Rabbi say that it's considered moment to be murdered over to his sons? Bishar Knasis, he was referring to other knasis. In other words, Rabbi and Ahmed Aleph, when he said this halacha, this newly founded halacha, right? The version 2.0 of what Rabbi said. He only meant it for Shar Knossis, but he never meant it with regards to the Knas of the Oynas and the Mafata. Now, if you're telling me that Rabbi held that Rab Shimon has a different cheat regarding Oynas and Mafata than he does for Shar Knossis, and it's based on the fact that it says, So why is it only true then for Oynas and Mafata? There's another Knas, says the Gemara, where you find the same Lashem. Regarding the Eved, if someone sure kills an Eved, he has to pay Shloishim Shekel Kesef. Right, it says Yitain. Venosan means Mishas Nesino. Yitain should also mean Mishas Nesino. You just said that Rabbi said that there's a difference between Oynes and and Shar Knoss. Sounds like all other Knosses are on the other side of the ledger. Why is that true? What about the 30 Shnekel Kesef of the Evet Kanani? There too it says Yitain. So the Gemara says Yitain Lechud Venosan Lechud. There's a difference between Yitain and Nosan. Rashi says the word Yitain is a Lashen Tzivoy. Yitain means you have to give it. Venosan is a Lashen, he already gave it. And that's what Rav Yosef's Diak was. Venosan or Ish, he gave it already. And that's the Joshua. Once he gave it already, that's when it belongs to him. But until he gave it, at that point, it doesn't really belong to him. But the Gemara asks another Kasha. And that is, if that's the case, Talmud Loimar Vekichesh, Talmud Loimar Venosan Mibayale. Going back, to the original Reb Shimon, where Reb Shimon said that as it relates to the Brisa, where Reb Shimon said, You would have thought that this should be a parasha of Asham Gezelois. And what did the Gemara say? Reb Shimon had a drosh. It says, And from there he learned that, that there's no parasha of Asham Gizelois, when it comes to the knas of Oynes HaMafata, Tainus the Gemara, being that the Bryce of Rav Shimon was discussing Oynes HaMafata, and we just said that as it relates to Oynes HaMafata, even if there was already a Hamada Bedin, Rav Shimon holds, until there's a physical gvin, until you physically have it, it's not yours, there's no chiv. So why did we exclude Oynes HaMafata from Hasham Gizelois, from the Kichesh, Talmud Loimar, Venosam Yibayole? Shouldn't it have said Venosam? Meaning, we're saying now that as it relates to the Knas of Oynes HaMafata, it doesn't really belong to the father until he physically has it in his hand. It's like But he doesn't have, it's not his until he physically has it in his hand. If that's the case, there certainly can't be a parsha of... Asham Gizelois, as it relates to Oynesem Afata, because until he physically has it, it's not his. So if that's the case, Tainus the Gemara, why did we need the Kichesh to be Memait Oynesem Afata? Let's just be Memait Oynesem Afata from the Nosan. Now, one of the questions that the Rishonim ask is, is that Reb Shimon's Brisa that mentioned the Joshua of the Kichesh wasn't only talking about Oynas Mafata, it was talking about a whole different array of Knossos. So maybe the reason we mentioned the Kichesh is for the other Knossos, not for this one, but the Gemara gives a terrorist for this one as well. Oh my Rava, Rava said, Ki Itzrach, the Kichesh, you want to know where it would be in Ageya, the Joshua of the Kichesh, even for the Tfiyah of Oynas Mafata? 
and you can't learn it according to Reb Shimon from the Nasan, what would be if there was Amada Bedin, Ubagra, and then she became a Bagaris? Now, the money wasn't collected yet, but there was Amada Bedin, and then she became a Bagaris. According to Reb Shimon, if she becomes a Bagaris, after the Hamad Abedin, but before the father collects the money, it's her money. Umesa, and then she died. Then the halach is the father's going to get it. But it's different than the classic case. The classic case, the father gets it because it's direct chiv from the ma'anis or the mafata to the avia naira. But in this case, it doesn't go directly. And the reason is, is because the father only has a schus in it, as long as he's alive. Also, as long as she doesn't become a Bagaris. Being that she became a Bagaris already, at that point the father lost the schos. So being that the father lost the schos, really the father doesn't have a direct schos anymore. Stating that the father's still going to get it, you know, because she died. And being that she died, the father yarshes his daughter. So the father's going to end up getting it. But in this case, the father's getting it from the daughter. Over here, ki kayaris avia minadidakayaris. He's yarshening it from her. And being that he's yarshening it from her, so it's for that reason, this is not bound by the halachos of Venosan. The halacha of Venosan, that it's not his until the Shasna Sina, that's only true when it's going directly from the manas of the mafata to the father. But over here, when it's going to the Baigeres, and from the Bagaris, the father's getting it. So that already is treated like a regular knas. Being that it's treated like a regular knas, you don't have the Nasan. So then you would have thought that maybe there should be a parasha of, there should be a parasha of Hashem Gezelis. And that's why we had to come on to the Kichesh, the regular Joshua to tell me, based on the Kichesh, you're not going to have this halacha. Zok to Gemara, another kash. Ihachi, Yatsu, Elu, Shehen, Knas, Mamainu. Going back to the original Reb Shimon. Again, Reb Shimon said that there's no Hashem Gezelis when it comes to knas. And we had a little bit of a discussion. What would be if the knas already converted into mamin, meaning there was already a mother bedin? Originally, Rabbi had said that over there there would be an Asham Gezelis, and the Gemara was Chayza. The Gemara said, no, really, there won't be a Asham Gezelis over there. So that means the original Reb Shimon that's being memait dine knosis is being memait dine knosis even if there was a mother bedin, even if it's mamin right now. So the Gemara's kash is Yatsu Elu Shein Knas, mamin who, it's not Knas, it's mamin. Amir Rab Nachim by Yitzchak, Yatsu Elu Shein Knas, not Yatsu Elu that are Knas now, but Yatsu Elu that originated as Knas. Oh, Mogamar Isfei, another kasha, Rab Shimon Poiter, Rab Shimon says Poiter, Rab Shimon says that there's no Asham Gezelis by Knas. Why should Inim Shalom Knas Apiyatzmoi? Because you don't pay Knas Apiyatzmoi. Time with Oyama Bedin. It sounds like that. The only time Rav Shimon is pointed when you're taken not paying any knas. For example, there was no Amabedin. Ha'amabedin, but if there would be already a Hamadabedin, the Mishalim al Piyatzmoy, at which point you would be Mishalim al Piyatzmoy, because now it's already a Chiv Mamim. Karmish for Nami Mechayev, it sounds like you would be Chayev a Karmish Shvur. So the Gemara says no. Even though Rav Shimon really said that, which would then imply that Rav Shimon seems to hold that the only time there's not Sham Gzeos by Knas is when it's still a Knas, but I can always be Madchik and I can tell you Rav Shimon was very Rabban and Kamado. Kubi Rav Shimon was talking to the Rabban. He said, Lididi, according to me, Avagav to Amabedin, Rachmada Patre, Mivekichesh. I hold that even if it was Amabedin, so you're going to be part based on the Gzeos Akasav of Vekichesh. But according to you, Oidoli Mios, you should at least be Moidit to me, Hechatoli Amabedin, that if there was no Amabedin, the Chikotava, Knasa Kotava, at that point where you're being Tavay is Knas. Shimon sheet is even if there was a mother, but then if something was be'ikr knas, the Allah is there's no parish of Hashem Gezeles. So what Reb Shimon tell the Chachamim in the Mishnah, going back to the very, very beginning of the Sugya, Reb Shimon poitish in the Mishnah knas al piyatzmi, or nasto piti so as biti, fuoy meloy or nasto piti so as biti, 
What's the halacha? The Chachamim hold Chayev Hashem Gzeilis. Reb Shimon says no. Sheinu b'shalom knas lapiyatzma. Has nothing to do with einu b'shalom knas lapiyatzma. Even if it's a chiyuv mamen, he should have said that being that there's a drasha of the kichesh. Even if right now you wouldn't have moed b'knas potter, even then you would be potter. So the Gemara says the reason the Reb Shimon talked that way to the Chachamim is he was telling the Chachamim. He said, listen, I hold even if there's a mother b'din, but you seem to hold even if there's no mother b'din. So if there's no mother b'din, you einu b'shalom knas lapiyatzma. Your haydo wouldn't be your haydo. So your kfir shouldn't be a kfir. There shouldn't be a parish of Hashem Gzeilis. For Rabbanon, Sabri, what did the Rabbanon hold? What's the Rabbanon's response going to be? Ki kotava, kotava. Rabbanon are going to say what they said in the Mishnah. And that is that no, he's being Tevea, Boishas Pgam. And Boishas Pgam is Momin. And because Boishas Pgam is Momin, that's why there's an Hasham Gazelle. What's the Machoikis? We spoke this out in the beginning of the Daf. We said it's mentioned at the end of the Sugya. This is it. Amr Rapapa, Rapapa said, Rap Shimon, Sav Rap Shimon holds like Shavik and Nishmidi the kids, but Tavamidi the like kids. A person is not going to be Tevea something that's a fixed. Uh, a, if a person has an ability to be Tevea, two things. One is a fixed dollar. Amount, the other one's not a fixed dollar amount. You're probably going to be Tevea to think that's a fixed dollar amount. So if somebody says on says Biti, what's he thinking? The fixed component. What is that? The Hamishim Shekel Kesef. Oh, if that's what he's being Tevea, so that's why the Allah is that we assume the Tevea is on the Knas, and therefore there's no parish of Hashem Gizelois. Rabbonin Savid Rabbonin hold, Loi Shavik Inish Midi de Chimoide be Loi Mifta, but Tabam Midi de Chimoide be Mifta. Chacham also have a very reasonable taina. The Chachamim say that if you're Tevea the Knas and the person's Moida that he's Potter, you're off the hook. So why would I be Tevea somebody something where if he admits, I'm out? Doesn't make sense. What should you do? You should bring Edim into Bezin, let the Edim be Mechaev, and now you can't be Moida the Knas anymore. That's really what you're supposed to do. So if I cared, it's more Mestabra when he was being Tevea, he was being Tevea the Baitchus and the Pekan. He was being Tevea the Chi of Mammon. And if what he was being Tevea was the Chi of Mammon, so that's already a regular Hasham Gezeleis, and that's why the Chacham Sheet is, is going to be Hasham Gezeleis. So really, today's daf merged the laws of Oynes and with the laws of Hasham uh, Gezeleu, it's just another Sif Cotton and Shas Cotton. Here, we learned the whole, yesterday's daf was Bavikamba, today's daf is Masach Teshvuas, but the point is that the, really, the backdrop of the Sugi is understanding Knossos a little bit better. The concept that a Knoss doesn't go into effect until Bezdin is Mechayevit. Therefore, if somebody's Tevei is somebody Knoss, sometimes he's being Tevei a moment, but and sometimes he's being Tevei a Knoss. If he's saying, you owe me the Knoss, well, that's Knoss. If he's saying there was already a Hamad Abedin, at that point, could be the Zechi of Mammon. We also saw Rav Shimon Shita, which is really in the Mishnah, which became clear in the Gemara, and that is that it could be there's an Afkemida between the Knoss of Oynes and Mephata and all other Knosses. Based on Exeus Akasavu, it says Venosan that when it comes to the Knas of Enes and the fact that that Chi of Knas doesn't really go into play until the actual Gvia happens. So, just to end today's daf with two light horrors, one lighter than the other, but two short light horrors. The first horror is that we know the Halach and Shas is that Pitui Ktana Oynese. It's a Gemara Yuvamis, Taflamid Aleph, Taflamid Gimel. It's also a Gemara Yuvamis, Tafsamach Aleph, but it's a Klau Godel Bedin. The rule is that Pitu Iktana is Oynes, which means that if you have a, an Ashes Ish that was Mizana, so what's Talacha? If she's Mizana Berotzoin, she becomes Asr to her husband. If she's Mizana Ba'oynes, unless she's married to a Kayin, Talacha is she remains Mutter to her husband. What happens if there was a Ktana? Ashes ish. She was married in the Dairaisa. Her father was Makabal Kedushan on her behalf. And somebody was Mefata her to be Mizana with her. And she was Mizana Birotzen. 
Talochas pitu ketana oynas. We don't look at her as if she was mezana berots, and rather we look at her as if she was mezana beoynas. And being that in ish ish that's mezana beoynas, talochas mutter lebaylo. So this woman is going to be mutter to her husband as well. And again, this is something that's mafurish in two gemaras, both in masachtas yivamis, but it's something that in the world of raid and in the world of the gedoli achroinim comes up many many times, stating that it's yudua. The Rambam shita is that pitu ketana. Is not an oynus. The Rambam is Yad Chazaka, he brings the halacha of an Ishis Ish that's Mizano, and the Rambam is very, very clear that an Ishis Ish that is a Ketana that would be Mizano Beratzin, the halacha is that she would be also to her husband. The Kamikumus in the Shtabru. This is one of the most Shvera Rambams in the entire Yad Chazaka. So in the world of Shvera Rambams, this is on top of that list. And that is the Rambams seem to have completely disregarded what often the Sugis and Shas, what every Rishon in the world knows as being a fact. And that is Peter Ketana Oynes. The Rambam contradicted it and the Kesef Mishnah said, Chipasti, I looked around, Voloi Matsasi, I couldn't find any Makar anywhere to try to understand what may be the source to this Shita Saramam is. Stating that, stating that in the world of the Achroimim, there, there were many stabs and many attempts taken to try to find a sugya somewhere that would maybe be a makar to the Shita Sarambam. And one of those makaris is in the Hafla, a Mesechtis, Ksubis. It's in the sugyas that we're learning. It's not on the daf that we just learned, but very much in the sugyas that we're learning on daf Memamid Beis. So the, the Hafla said that it could be, I have a raya. And a makar, why the Rambam would have passed in, not like the sugya of Peter Ketana Oynes. That is, we, the Gemara on Dafmem of the base brought the Machloikis between Rameir and the Chacham, something that appeared many times throughout Perakei Iris, and that is whether a Ketana has Knas, or whether a Ketana does not have Knas. And the Machloikis Rameir and the Chacham is both with regards to the Ma'anis, and with regards to the Mafata. So, Elu Naira Shieshlam Knas. We know a Naira has Knas. The question is, what about a Ketana? A Begeris, also for sure not. But what about a Ketana? Does a Ketana have Knas? Does a Ketana not have Knas? Rameir's Shita is that a Ketana has no Knas. The Chacham of Shnita is that a Naira has Knas and a Ketana also has Knas. And the Gemara on Day is towards the end of Perikelu Nairis, said, My time of the Rabbanon. What's the Makar of the Rabbanon? And the Gemara said it was Reish Lakish that said it, that if you look in the Pasik, so the Pasik, when it talks about the Naira, so the Pasik mentions the Naira, but it says the Naira Chaser. It says Nun Ayin Reish, and it doesn't have a He at the end of the word Naira. And Naira Chaser said Reish Lakish always means Ketana. So essentially the Pasik said, then that the halacha is that if someone's ma'anis or if someone's mefato, even a ketano, the halacha is that there's going to be knas. In other words, the parshin the Torah of oynas and the parshin the Torah of mefato, it's clearly talking about a girl that's a naira. Is it also talking about a ketano or is it not also talking about a ketano? According to a mayor, both parshas, parshas Kiseitse that talks about the Ma'anis and parshas Mishpatim that talks about the Mafate, are talking dafka about a naira. Whereas, according to the Chachamim, parshas Kiseitse that talks about the Ma'anis and parshas Mishpatim that talks about the Mafate, are talking say about a naira and say about a ketana. How do I know that? From the fact that the Torah wrote the word naira chaser, and that's a raya that both parshas respectively are talking say about a naira. And Sayyabad Akhtana. If that's the case, Freik the Hafla, a bombakash. The parish of Naira, of Ma'anis, and the parish of Mafata are not the same parishes. 
they're very, very similar. There's even Exerishava that seems to combine and converge the two parishes, but we know they're not the same identical parsha. Oynus luchod, umafata luchod. Right, there's different halachas. One of the more notable halachas is that Amanis has a mitzvah essay of Eloisi Eliisha, Lo Yuchel Shalchel Koyamah. With regards to the knas, you always have to pay the knas. The manas has to pay tsar. The mafata depends on if you do marry or you don't marry or there's no chiv tsar when it comes to mafata. There are differences. There's an aim bane between the ma'anis and between the mafata. Now, what is the definition of ma'anis? So read the Pasik. The Pasik says that if somebody went and he physically chapped this girl and he was ma'anis or into this maisus nus, he's the ma'anis. What's the definition of the mafata? The definition of the mafata is the, the Pasik says, ki yafata. he was someone that persuaded this girl to do an aver. But the definition of ma'anis is when he physically went ahead and he forced the freita flaw. If the parsha of ma'anis is talking not only about a naira, but even about a ktana, if the halach is nepitu iktana, is oynes, so why then is the marshal of the Torah's ma'anes dafka utfasa, when he went and he physically chapped her? Even if he didn't physically chap, even if he would simply be mafat to her, to the extent that she's a ktana, the halach would be pitu iktana oynes, and if that's the case, he was a ma'anes. So law. I, I Pasha don't understand how to make sense of these psukim in light of the Yisoyed of Pitek It sounds like there's a parasha where you are Mafata and there's a parasha where you are Ma'anis. And both parashas are talking side to the Naira, side to the Ketana. So let's focus on the Ketana. If someone's Mafata Ketana, there's the parasha Mafata. If someone is Ma'anis the Ketana, there's the parasha of Ma'anis. Not the same parasha. But if Pitek is Oynis, then even when you are Mafata the Ketana, it's like you were the Ma'anis Tiktana. So how could there be two parashas? How could there be the parasha being Mafat Tiktana and have the parasha being Ma'anis Tiktana? L'chaira, being Mafat Tiktana, being Ma'anis Tiktana is the same thing. Isn't that what Pita Tiktana Oynis means? Sefreik Ta'afla, Poshet Tapsukim here. I'm a little bit novuch. I don't understand. On the Naira level, I understand there's a difference between being Mafat and Naira and being Ma'anis and Naira. But on Ketana, when you're Mafat, it's like you're being Ma'anis. So how could there be two parashias for being Mafat Ketana and being Ma'anis Ketana? And there clearly are. Because when the Torah wrote Naira Chasa, the Torah was telling me that this parish is talking Tzai about the Naira, Tzai about the Ketana. And on the Ketana level, it certainly sounds like there's a difference if you're Mafat or if you're Ma'anis. Zok Hafla Adover Nifla. And that is, Yesh Loimar, this sugyu was the Makar to the Rambam. You want to know how the Rambam knew that Pita Ketana is not an oinus? For Kamekumas in Nishtabru, where did the Rambam get this from? I'm going to tell you where the Rambam got it from. The Rambam got it from this parasha. He got it from the parasha of the Ma'anis and the Mafata. From the fact that you see there's a distinction between someone that's Ma'anis versus someone that's Mafata Ketana, must be, there's no Allah of Pita Ketana oinus. And it's based on a Pusik. It's based on a... A drosha of Naira Chaser. So the Torah is already talking to you and telling you there's a chil between Ma'anis and Mafat Tana. And if that's the case, said the Hafla. This maybe was the Makar. Now you'll tell me, but the Sugis and Shas that say Mafurish, that Taloch is that Pitek Tana is an Oynes. So what's the Rambam at the end of the day you're going to do with the Sugis? So I'll just mention how the Hafla answers one of the Sugis. One of the Sugis is Yavamis Taflamid Gimel If you go back to Yavamis Taflamid Gimel this is one of the non Arbaachin Gemaras in Perak Arbaachin. If you go back to that Gemara in Yavamis Taflamid Gimel you're going to see that you know the time of that Sugi was. It was Rameyer. It says, oh, it's Rameyer. Rameyer Shita is that Naira Chasa doesn't mean Ketana. Rameyer Shita is Elu Naira Shishlam Knas. Om Rabbi Yudamat Shmuel Om Mani Rameyer. 
throughout the sugi was always Rameya Shita. So Rameya is the one that holds that it's only Naira. If it's only Naira, so you don't have the sugi of Oynas Amafata by Ektana, so you don't have a Makar that is a Halacha that if someone is Mefata Ektana, all we look at it is, is a Maisa Pita. We don't look at it as a Maisa Oynas. So the sugi in Yavam Islam and Gimel Abes is going according to Rameya. Yeah, Rameya Lishitasi doesn't have this Makar. And therefore Rameya held in Svaro that Halacha is that Pita Ektana is Oynas. In the Chachamim that argue with Rameir, we pass him like the Chachamim, we don't pass him like Rameir. As for that reason, the Rambam held Lahalocha based on the Sugi of Oynes and Mephata, that the din is going to be that if Pito Iktana is going to be a Maisa Pitoi, Pito Iktana is not going to be a Maisa Oynes. The Mechaschinoch, in Mitzvah Samach Aleph, so these are the Halochas of Mephata. So this is in Ois Ches. He clears this suffix. He says, what would be? You have a parasha ma'anis, you have a parasha mafata. We know it's true cipher naira. It's true cipher ektana. What would be if somebody is mafata ektana? Someone's mafata ektana. Would you say Peter ektana oinis? Or would you not say Peter ektana oinis? And he has a whole arichus. He says, And I didn't find anyone that had this ha'ara. Shuv, heir Hashem is enai. He said, afterwards, the Abish to open my eyes. And what's also the Sefer Hafla? Ksubastaf, Memam Abbas, Divra Maschal Nair, his Oyer Bazer, the Kosna of the Haramam, the Sphere, like Peter Ktana, Havi Pitu, Hoitzim Misugi Sham, Ula Poiskim Achokim, Yeshlam bin Oynes Fitzarachin. So the Mechaschin of Mitzvah Samachalaf, he brings this Hafla, Shuv, heir Hashem. It's interesting. Mechasunach wasn't zoicha to see this, but the MS is Rabkiva Eger, right here in the beginning of Nairish and Espatza, I and Shum, some extra credit. But if you want to learn the top toysvis here on Daf Membezam and Aleph with the Chdushi Rabkiva Eger on this toysvis, Rabkiva Eger says, Mufurish, what the Afla said, and what the Mechaschinach was already Ma'ayr, and that is this idea of Peter Ktana Oynes could be would make an impact that if someone's Mefata Ktana, we wouldn't look at it as if it's a Maisa Pitoi, but a Mandama Peter Ktana Oynes, we would actually look at it as if it's a Maisa Oynes. But I saw that all the Haintegir Rosh Hashivas, they all say over a word in the name of Rab Nachim Pratzavitz, the Mir Rosh Hashiva, that the Mir Rosh Hashiva said a festival on this. He wanted to say that it could be its Chalak. He said it could be that even if you hold a Peter Ktana's oinus, but still, if someone's mafata a Ktana, he's going to be chayiv as a mafata. He's not going to be chayiv as a ma'anas. There's some obvious svaras lechalik, but but the Mirror Rosh Hashiva said a festa lombis veruyin advarim lemisha amram, and he said that when we see Peter Ktana's oinus, that's mitzad the Ktana. From the standpoint of the Ktana, we look at her as an anusa, but from the standpoint of the mafata, we look at him as a mafata. Peter Ktana Oynes is the Taich that Ziz and Anusa. But you want to know Mitzad him, what he did, he didn't do a Maisa Anus. He did a Maisa Mafata. So really what you have is, is a man that did a Maisa Mafata, but at the same time what she walked away with was she walked away a Mafuta. Meaning the definition of a Mafata versus a Ma'anus. A Ma'anus is like the Torah says, he chopped this woman and he physically was Ma'anus. That's what he physically did. That's the Taich of a Ma'anus. If someone was simply Mafata, he convinced her to do something, so then you're considered a mafata. So mitzad you, we look at you 
based on what your maisa was. Your maisa was a maisa mafata, so therefore you're going to be treated like a mafata. Abimitzad, her, being that she doesn't have shleimu sadas, so any single time she does a maisa's nose, and halacha, we treat her like an oinus. That's why in Eishas Yisrael, that zinsa even bemazes, she has a din, as if she was in Zabainas. And Anuchanami, she's always going to be treated like an anusa. But as far was that in the sugis of, do we look at her as an Eishas ish that was mazana berotzen, an Eishas ish that was mazana berotzen, we're going to look at her as an Eishas ish that was mazana berotzen. So they were trying to dictate the parish and the Torah based on her status. Was she berotzen or was she berotzen? She was an Eishas ish. If she's berotz and she's also labayil, if she's ba'inus, she's going to be muta labayil. But as it relates to the parish of the ma'anis and the mafata, we're not looking at her. We're looking at what did you do? You're going to be chayv knas for your ma'isa. Did you do a ma'isa ma'anis or did you do a ma'isa mafata? Yuzecha did a ma'isa mafata. So that was his distinction. He's a mafata, but she's an anusa. So in the parish of the Torah is declaring what she did. What's her role in here? So then we're going to see Anusa. But when Danny go here, what did he do? He did a Maisa Mephata. That's this Lumbus. As a Mephata, a Beziz and Anusa. We have the parish of Oynes, we have the parish of Mephata, and then we have the parish where he was Mephata, but she ends up being Anusa. That's the first hour. The second hour, on a very, very light note, but it's just Kedai to mention, and that is, the Gemara said that in the discussion of the Gemara, a biased question that he asked, Terabba, and then uh, the, the follow-up from Rab Shimon and the Mishnah, without getting into all the, the details, so the Gemara asked the Kasha, and the Gemara said, Oh my Rava, this question bothered Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef for 22 years, and they couldn't have an answer until Rabbi Yosef became the Rosh Shiva. And when Rabbi Yosef became the Rosh Shiva, Rabbi Yosef had an answer. Rabbi Yosef had an answer to this question. So there was a kasha in our suya, a hard kasha, that we won't chazer, that bothered the Gedoyle Rosh Shivas, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, for 22 years. And then when Rabbi Yosef became Rosh Shiva, then he answered the question. It sounds a little bit like somehow when Rabbi Yosef became Rosh Hashiva, that's where this terrorist came from. Right, Punk, that's when it happened. Rabbi Yosef became Rosh Hashiva, he got up, he said, Shekali, Gradi, he said it. He didn't know for 22 years, Punk, he happened. Sounds like something a little more is going on here. It's Mefurish and Rashi. Rashi says, Dibra Maschel Essen Vitartin Shnit. Hein Hoyu Yumes Rarosa Yishal Rabba. Rabba was Rosh Hashiva for 22 years. Umes. And after the 22 years, Rabbi passed away. And Rabbi Yosef became the Rosh Hashiva. And when Rabbi Yosef became Rosh Hashiva, he had a special Siyat Deshmaya. They helped him and to give him and establish his Shem, his reputation, he got an answer to this question. Rabbi was a Kharif. That's why Rabbi was known as an Oikaharim. For Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef knew a lot of Allahis, Lakach Karu Sinai. It's for that reason they refer to him as a Sinai. So Rashi is, is clearly coming to say something. You sort of get the gist of what Rashi is saying, but it's also a dot unclear what Rashi is trying to say. Now, the rest of the story is, of course, the last Gemara Mesachtas Hoyrius. It's also. Almost the last Gemara, Mesechtas Brachas, where the Gemara says that after the great Amir of Yehuda passed away, so the Chachanah were looking to appoint a new Rosh Yeshiva for the Yeshiva of Pumpadisa. And there were two very, very highly qualified candidates. One was Rabba, and the other one was Rav Yosef. Now, Rabba and Rav Yosef were very different. They had very, very different Trunas HaNefesh. Rabba was what we would call a super Lamdan. He was an Oikaharim. Rav Yosef was a Bucky. He knew everything. He knew every Mishnah, every Braisa. He was an incredible, credible Sinai. And the question was, 
who's more fit to be the Rosh Hashifa? Should it be the Oikar Harim? Or should it be the Sinai? Should it be the Lamdin? Or should it be someone that's Kayach is a little bit more Bibikiyas? So Sholchum Itam, they sent a, a telegram to Eretz Yisrael, and this is the question they asked him. And they wrote back and they said that everybody is but at the same time, Sinai Adif. The Sinai is Adif. Which meant that Rabbi Yosef really was supposed to be Rosh Shiva. But Rabbi Yosef didn't want to be Rosh Shiva. Why not? Now we know Rabbi Yosef was a big Anav. Rabbi Yosef famously said, Don't say Anav, because I'm an Anav, which is the greatest oxymoron of all time. But Rabbi Yosef said, No, don't say Anav, because I'm here and uh, I'm, a, I'm a great Anav. The Babbage Rebbe used to say that that's why Rabbi Yosef was known as a Sinai, because he wasn't just a Bucky and knew all the Torah from Sinai, but he also had the Anava of Sinai. But either way, so Rabbi Yosef really was supposed to be Rashi, but he didn't want to. And the reason is because he had consulted with astrologers. Rabbi Yosef, we know, wasn't well. And the astrologers told him that you're going to become Rosh Hashiva, and you're going to be Rosh Hashiva for two years, and after that, it's already going to be time to leave the world. And he didn't want to leave the world. And as a result, he decided that... He doesn't want to be Rosh Hashiva. See, he was Mavater. He told Rabbi, you become the Rosh Hashiva. Rabbi became the Rosh Hashiva. Incidentally, if you go through the Igeris of Rav Shri Ragoyen, so Rav Shri Ragoyen in the Igeris says that Rabbi also didn't want to really be the Rosh Hashiva. And really, nobody became the real Rosh Hashiva for a short period of time. Rav Shri Ragoyen says that at the time, Rav Chizda had a yeshiva as well. It was in another part of Bavel. And Rabbi used to travel to Rav Chizda, but he didn't fully, fully take upon himself being the Rosh Hashiva until Rav Chizda passed away. Rav Chizda passed away, so then already someone had to be a great Rosh Hashiva, so then Rabbi understood he was going to take it, but it's not like Rabbi just took it right away. He didn't take it right away. They had passed in the narrative, he saw that he even shouldn't be the Rosh Hashiva, it should be Rav Yosef. But the bottom line is, Rabbi became Rosh Hashiva, and the Gemara says for 22 years, Malach Rabbi. Rabbi was Rosh Hashiva until Rabbi passed away, and then when Rabbi passed away, Rabbi Yosef became Rosh Hashiva. For how long? Not two years? For two and a half years, he was the Rosh Hashiva. But the bottom line is, is that Rabbi Yosef was a Sinai. He wasn't a Noikaharan. And now Rabbi Yosef just became the Rosh Hashiva. So we weren't there. But you can hear that if Rabbi is this great Alamdin, and Rabbi was just the Rosh Hashiva for the last 22 years, so the Oyelam is accustomed to having a great Alamdin as the Rosh Hashiva. And now Rabbi Yosef suddenly is going to be the Rosh Hashiva, who's very, very good at learning, but he's a Sinai. It's a different Mahalach. He's not giving the same uh, Rosh Hashiva shir, maybe, that Rabbi's giving. So he gets up by his shir Klali, and he's learning the sugi here of Nairish and Espats, and the sugi of Rav Shimon Sheet and Knossos, which we saw just from learning today's dab, not an easy dab. So he's going through these in Yonim, and what happens? That he had a bazundar siyata deshmaya, and really what he showed was that even though he's a Sinai, Oh, but he's going to have a bazundar siyata deshmaya, and he was able to answer, not with a bikiyas, but he was able to say a vart, right? When you think of an Oikaharim, usually you think of a svara, like two dinim in the third din, right? But no, this was a drasha, this is the way that my Rob learned. So he came with a drasha, a nasan, minshan nasan kvar, but the bottom line is he came to establish him that even though it's true, he's the Sinai, but he's going to be the Rashiva, and don't worry about it. Else Rashiva is going to be able to be Oikaharim. I think that's a little bit of the color and a little bit of the rest of the story story, maybe what's going on in Rashi. But one thing is for sure, you see from here that Rabbi Yosef, no one was able to answer this question and then Rabbi Yosef became Rosh Shiva and when he became Rosh Shiva, he had a special siyat deshmaya. And this is something we talk about a lot this is something that some Sofisforim are filled with. And that is, is that when a person takes upon himself achrayas it doesn't matter what the achrayas is. It could be the achrayas of being the Reish Mesifta, like Rabbi Yosef was, or it could be the achrayas of 
of running a family, anything, when a person takes upon himself achrayas, he gets a bzunder siyat And here you see this tucked away in a hard daf, in ksubis membeis amadbeis, that with regards to this one kasha, no one had the answer. Rabbi Yosef became Rosh Hashiva, and it was important for Rabbi Yosef Steller now to have the answer to this question. Rabbi Yosef was given the answer to this question. It's as if this terrorist is Mamish Torah Minashamayim, right? We always say Torah Levashamayim. I mean, this is Mamish Torah Minashamayim. He was Zoycha, was Rabbi Yosef to a Soyda Sham Why? Because he needed it. It was important. Because now he's the Rashiva and he's a Sinai. And for 22 years, Rabbi the Super London, he was the Rashiva. And Dayom has to know that Rabbi Yosef is going to say good shit. You have nothing to worry about. So Rabbi Yosef goes and he gets this bazunder siyat And that's Mamish, this Indian. The Indian that if a person takes upon himself achrayas, regardless of what eerie in life that achrayas is, this is some soy for 101. He gets a bazunder siyat Maybe this is just a little bit the rest of the story of this very interesting lotion. Twenty-two years this bothered them. All the years of a rabbi, no one understood this. When Rabbi Yosef became the Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Yosef was zoicha to a special siyat and it was in the world of that siyat that he was zoicha to say this terence.